0: Is happening, everybody? Welcome to Off the Rails, a recovery podcast dedicated to ending the stigma of addiction through open discussion on all things recovery-related. My name is Mark. With me always are Dave and Jared. And today we're shooting the sober shit, fellas. How
1: was your week? What's up? Stop here. Because, it's sorry, sorry, sorry about that interruption. There. It's you know it's early morning shooting the shit today, so co- coordination is a little off. I hit the cord. Dude, I'm focused this morning. Didn't even, didn't even phase me. No, didn't even die. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. Nice. I'm a, a morning person now. You are a morning person. Hey, eh? you love it. You yeah. get up like earlier, earlier than I do most days, and you're two hours behind. <laughs> I'm trying to get up quarter Depressive. to five
2: every morning, man. It's tough, but really good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you still get to sneak your naps in? um no no naps are limited no
0: <laughs> but it's all right. i just go to bed super early and no
2: thanks nice. yeah it's good j-rock how was the week oh it was awesome that's good um, man i hit up like three meetings this week so far um nice. getting back in that the consistency it feels good I met with my sponsor and started to go through the big book so that was pretty awesome um what else went to uh the in Kingston we have this festival the buskers it's like a bunch of tricks and uh magic yeah you know what the buskers are probably yeah yeah Anyways, it's awesome. My daughter loved it. She's like, I want to go back to the magic show. So that was pretty <laughs> sweet. Um, it's funny this this we were down there and this guy that was super hammered at like six thirty came up to me and Bree, and he like couldn't even stand. And he's talking to Bree. He's like, I ah, I used to play hockey with your brother or something like that. And he just kept going on and on. And then he started swearing in front of my daughter. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's like, I'm so happy I'm not one of these people. (laughs) I felt more embarrassed for him than anything. Um, But, yeah. Other than that, went to Ottawa yesterday. Met up with Bree's brother. Surprised him because he's just home from the military for the weekend. And went out for lunch. Then just toured and... Took my daughter to build a bear. Sweet, cool. built cool. her own bear. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's it's weird how things change. The highlight of your life now is watching uh, your child happy. She definitely uh, made me happy this week. I think even even uh, my change in mood, she was in a better mood. So yeah, things are on the come up again getting back to myself. The uh, the um, meeting with the sponsor, though, that's was pretty sweet because I realized that I wasn't taking sobriety as serious as I should have been taking it and putting in as much work as I should have been. So I'm excited to uh, just put in lots of work and become my best version of myself. And That's as a it says it, be happy, joyous, and free, which I wasn't the last couple of weeks.
0: <laughs> I haven't heard that one. Be happy, joyous, and free. That's sweet.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. How about you guys? Mark? Dave? <laughs> Alan? <laughs> yeah, my week was pretty good. Uh, no complaints, really. Um, just like a pretty standard week. Soup kitchen, meetings, podcast, hanging out with the baby. I haven't been journaling a lot. And I noticed that like I'm kind of, I wasn't bit off the last like three days. So I was kind of just like depressed and didn't really know how to deal with it. Didn't want to journal. Anyway, this morning I woke up, journaled, instantly felt like started to feel better and kind of planned out my day and what I wanted to get accomplished. And I wasn't doing that the past couple of days. So I find uh, I find that really helps, man. Other than that, pretty standard week. Still waiting to get my bike. Oh no! I'm really I really can't wait to get it. I booked <laughs> a trip to Ottawa for August. Got a ticket to go to a WWE event. So. Oh yes. Yeah. I'm pretty pretty stoked for that. Um, Do you
2: want to meet up?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That'd be sweet. WWE event in Kingston, too, at the same time, so. Is there? Yeah. Yeah, our, uh, like, a um, couple of family friends, a couple of my friends, they're taking uh, their son to one, so they asked me if I wanted to tag along, and absolutely, I do. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a blast. Um, yeah, man. Have a good week. It's awesome.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: My sister's coming to visit soon on uh, – 14th I think so looking forward to that her and my niece cool gonna be a pretty sweet visit
1: Dave uh,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah man, my week was kind of standard too like I don't know same just going through uh just worked worked a little bit which was nice uh I trained in the grocery store a bit yeah I spent some time just kind of cutting up the 50th episode, trying to put a little more, uh, TLC into that episode. Um, just cause I felt it was important with those fine people we had on. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I was kind of like, I was, I was real tired and out of it one day. I think it was like Monday, maybe I can't remember what day it was or Thursday. Like I was gonna go for a bike ride or do a workout. I just like, I didn't have any energy. And, uh, you know, the good thing was like, normally I'd really beat myself up about it. Like about being a lazy, you know, prick, but I was kind of like, I don't know, I was maybe fighting something, uh, cause I was feeling like a little, a little off, uh, like just like physically and everything. So I was like, you know what, just kind of rest and whatever. It's not a big deal if you don't get that in. And yeah, I have a question for you guys. So I, I just thinking about this this morning. So it's not like a question, question. It's a, it's a question, but like, it's more based on, uh, on kind of like my experience at the grow store. So I, there's an LCBO. If people don't know, LCBO at the, uh, at like the convenience store I work at inside. And I got to sell booze to people. And, um, you know, I was just thinking like going into it, I, I like, I don't know how this is going to be. Is it going to create cravings or what? And, you know, so far it's been totally fine. I haven't felt anything, uh, uh, of wanting to drink or anything like that. And I don't know. So my question is, I don't know if it's because like I always had a pretty good separation boundary when it came to like work and drinking. Like I never, I never drank at work or when I coached, I never drank. Um, I was fortunate that I never like really crossed those boundaries. So I don't know if it's cause I'm working, I kind of can separate it. But then the other thing I was thinking like, is it almost, is it a good thing that I'm, I can have a separation and be around it. And now when I'm selling to people, I'm just like in my head, I'm like, I just, I'm like, oh man, that's poison. Like that stuff's poison. Like you shouldn't be drinking that. So like, I almost wonder if it's, is it a, you think it's like a, almost like a, a good way to get over. Like you're, you're kind of putting yourself around it to give yourself experience some being around it. I know it could be a slippery slope, but like I haven't had those triggers. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on like kind of that? like Like you put yourself around it and is that kind of a good way of getting over the, socialization too of like maybe it's like helps you kind of evolve and to uh more comfortable with being around people that are drinking or being around the booze I
2: don't know I find like with myself it took me probably eight months to even be around anyone that was drinking in general I don't know I felt when and then when I was uh, I started like going to golf tournaments or hanging out with friends that were drinking and I felt I don't know. Pretty sweet that I could be around it and not even crave it at all. Um, but it the first time was hard. Like I was like, had lots of anxiety and my face felt red the whole time. You know yeah. that. Um, but that situation with you, I think that's pretty cool because you're actually like selling it to them. It's different than being around people drinking, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's not quite the same. Maybe it kind of gives like a, a fake facade of being okay with being around it. But then, yeah, because they're not drinking or anything. And I will say most of the people I've been selling to, it's not like people I would hang out with anyways. You know, like I was never a big fisherman. The guy's going fishing or whatever. So, like, I don't feel like I'm missing out or anything like that either. I don't know. I think it's pretty
2: cool. Um, yeah,
1: man, I think it depends where you're to in
0: recovery, honestly. Like I, I yeah. definitely wouldn't recommend doing that like early on. Hey. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Just cause like you could just take like one quick second or you don't play the tape through or whatever. Um, kind of relating it to myself right now with the soup kitchen and like yeah. how, I don't know yesterday I, I seen someone smoking crack the other day and like, um, not that that was my drug of choice. And I see someone like shooting up and, uh, again, not my drug of choice, but I still like that watching them get high and stuff. Like I think early on in recovery, that would have been like super triggering. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think, I think being around it, you kind of get to like see the negative side of it too. Right. And I don't know. I find it's been really helpful in my recovery now because I'm like, I don't, I don't ever want to go back to a situation where I'm using or whatever right i don't know if you feel that way
1: yeah yeah definitely when i'm selling it to them too they're just like spending all the, this money on the booze i'm like oh man it's so nice not to have to like
0: yeah
1: t- take this money out of pocket to so fucking buy a case of beer or buy this bottle whatever right yeah so that's kind of like rewarding as well but
0: and it's cool i think it's kind of cool too because you get to look at those that negative side of it without seeing like there are because there are positive like you can look back and see like the cool shit or like I find, the, I find the drinking thing hard to look at, too, because, like, you don't really, like, when you go out and see people drinking, you don't normally see, like, the dark side of it. Do you know what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. Like you don't see people, when you see people drinking, you don't see them, like, isolating by themselves at their house or whatever, right? Like, that, that you don't see them hiding bottles. You don't see, you know, that, like, dark side of addiction. When,
1: yeah.
0: So, I think the drinking, I think drinking's hard. In that manner it's like for the most part when you see people out drinking they're having a decent time right
1: yeah true but I I don't know what I'm saying I'm kind of rambling here no, no, I, no. yeah that's a good that's a good point that's a real good point so unless you stay out too late and you're out there at two two o'clock in the morning you see some real negative signs Yeah, for sure see people throwing punches at each other just usually, usually I was in that usually I was in that mix though or just avoiding yeah conflict. Somehow yeah. skate my skate my way through. <laughs> that's gold, man. Um, yeah. That's a good point, though. That's a good question. Yeah, I agree, though. Too like early on, I would say like definitely not a good idea. Yeah. I mean, we're still early on, but I mean, like early, early on.
2: Oh, like a month in? Not a chance.
1: Yeah.
2: Dave, yeah. hey, you remember? Like, remember when we were first like real early in recovery? You would call me, and you'd be. Like, we talk like how you just start to not notice uh, driving by an LCDO or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, which is crazy. On one. That's killer. Yeah, it's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's weird because I used <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, fun. Uh, how
0: did you find the reunion episode? That, that was, was cool, man. Sweet. Yeah, I really enjoyed it as well. It was fun. Love all three of them. Incredible humans. I'm very proud of them. And I'm uh, super, super grateful they joined us.
2: You know? Yeah, it was Yeah, it was. A blast. It was cool to have that them just, on. The, and that just makes recovery even sweeter because all the time and when we were in rehab, the counselors would say, there's probably going to be two of you that in this whole room that stay sober. And that just proved them wrong right there. There was six on that screen last week. So I thought that was awesome.
1: Well, I always wondered about that stat too, they would say sometimes, I can't remember what it was exactly about relapse, but like they would say like whatever the percentage was will relapse, but like I, there was no like-
2: I didn't I think it was two. It
1: wasn't
2: it was two? Not two?
1: Yeah, I thought thirty percent of people,
0: right? Oh, uh, we're likely to relapse. Okay, that was but it was rate. like but, but and that's a good rate too, honestly. But there was like
2: yeah. What's well, the 30%? There was like ten of us, so thirty percent of that—that's three. So, <laughs> yep, still still yep. out on top there.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just that, on that relapse thing, though, I was curious on like on what that style looks like because like relapse, I mean, everyone has a different, I mean, we, I think we, there's a big debate in one of the group sessions about wow. slips and relapses and all that stuff. So like, does a relapse count as like, you know, someone having a night where they, you know, get drunk and then they like get it back together and they're totally fine for another, you know, for the rest of their life or 10 years or whatever. Does that still count towards that percentage or is it someone that's relapsed and then not, and then continue in their, um using patterns i guess i don't know
0: yeah we had this debate a lot um i think it's escape man like you say a lapse is like a single use but like if i were to go for a single use it'd be like for four days
2: right i don't yeah yeah, i don't agree with the lapse i i think a relapse i think it's just if you use again or get drunk again then that's a relapse right and you that's how I think of it anyways.
0: Yeah. Because I know
2: I know if if I lapsed, I definitely wouldn't be able to pick myself back up right away. I would be going on a I would be going on a pretty good tear. Yeah.
1: You know what I said though? Nathan said he was going to use it. Because I said like it's all semantics we're like kind of talking about with the word like just wording. It's like, so if if you know, Mark and Jared, if you're if your interpretation of you know, lapse is really relapse, right? Right? Having one or two, then maybe recognizing what your what's before that, you know, your is it your mind, is it your like thought process? Maybe that's your lapse then like or maybe it's like putting yourself in a situation, you know, so maybe everyone's like lapse and relapse is a little a little different, right? Like so just maybe not qualifying like a drink as you say it's a relapse having like two drinks, and someone else says it's a lapse. Okay, if you say having two drinks is is relapse, then what's your lapse? Then like putting yourself there or like being around it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So point. just kind of changing that narrative a bit, I guess. Sweet point. Felt like it was a bit of a ramble, but. <laughs> I don't
0: think so. Um, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. You guys got any questions today? I do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you want to hear it?
1: Of course.
0: Okay. Where in your life do you still witness patterns of your addiction?
2: Want me to start this one? Absolutely. Um, it's a good question, by the way. Thank you. I feel like those are like your character defects. So, um... Someone's working the steps. <laughs> no, but uh, but lately, I I was even talking about this at a meeting, and I've noticed that a lot of my traits from when I was actively drinking and being completely offside have been starting to come out. Being sober. And that's another reason why I needed, I realized I need to start working on the steps and I don't know, kind of a new design to live my life because I don't want to be like a, that's what, like being a dry drunk, sober, all your traits are coming out when you're sober, those bad traits. So I've been kind of. Treating Brie like shit some days. Just not being a nice person sometimes. And that's just not who I am. I think it's just a lot of stress. And I think it's the summertime. Having like different thoughts in your head. But uh, yeah, that's like a reason why I'm, why I'm in therapy. To try to fix it all. Because I never thought, when I first got sober, I never thought all that stuff would come out when I'm sober. I thought it was just drunk. But it's actually like a, I don't know. It's kind of like, it was so long of being a drunk like that. And all these bad things and things you were doing and being negative and just being a shitty person were just ingrained in your mind so it's hard to just erase them completely so i was doing really good i was and then i had that little depression for a couple of weeks and just turned into a complete dickhead um so that's a good question and i i think it's really weird how they come out while you're sober trying to become a better person but I guess they're ingrained in you and you got to really work to get rid of them. So, yeah.
0: Rents do every day, as they say.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Does that uh, make sense? Us.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, for me, I still know sometimes like sort of like, like I'll get, like an example of like, uh, you know, still like chips or something like that. I, like as simple as that is like, like going into town to stay at my sisters and they like, I'll go and get a bag of chips. And like, I know I'm going to feel like shit and I know it's against like what I'm trying to do and being healthy and I'll still, I'll still do it. I know I don't even want it, but <clears throat> so I, I, relate that a lot to like how I was at, towards the end of drinking too. It was like, uh, I know this is fucking, you know, I want to quit and whatever, but I'd still, you know, still drink. So, um, I find that a little bit with with uh, with some of those uh, bad foods for you, I guess. But I mean, at the end of the day that's not probably the worst thing in the world. Uh, <laughs> minor minor complaint, really. I think, and uh, even that's getting better, you know. So, hey, yeah, Proud of you, buddy,
2: yeah. Oh, man, I'm jealous.
1: well i still no, it's not like everything else in my life is perfect just i was just using that as an example of like like kind of like my my cravings that i used to have for for alcohol and my addiction would be you know i wouldn't say it's a cross addiction with like junk food and stuff like that it's just like i just noticed those kind of patterns i used to have or you know there's still some similarities and in that shot and that
2: stuff but yeah. yeah that's kind of I got yeah a little a cool concept there, I think I find yeah. uh,
0: one pattern would be like when I'm depressed or whatever I feel I start feeling like sorry for myself and shit and I'm like you should just you you should just use and like I get in that like addictive mind thought mindset where like I'm talking to myself and I'm like you can't do this blah 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 and uh one thing I, like, when I'm depressed, I eat, like, shit, too, man. I, like, I just don't give a shit anymore, and that's, like, I'm, like, let's get some takeout, whatever, stop journaling, and I, like, I go down this, like, rat like rabbit hole where I'm, like, it doesn't even fucking matter anymore, and it's pretty, cr- pretty crazy because it does matter, and uh, I don't know, that's definitely one thing, like, because, like, I used to be so depressed in my active addiction that I'd just be, like, let's just fucking use all the time, um, but... I, I dealt with it. I woke up this morning, journal, feeling better, talking about it. Um, nice. That's pretty much it for me. I and I, I obsess over things. I guess Christopher in our episode he talks about how like sometimes recovery can be addicting. And I found myself relating to that a lot. Like I t- I do talk about recovery a lot. <laughs> it's
2: <pretty much> a <laughs> lot. That's, lot. A good, that's a good one, though.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great thing.
2: Like it's a positive addiction, yeah. It didn't put a <laughs> hole
0: in my face, all right. Um, <laughs>
2: uh,
0: yeah, so I do add another question. This one's deep. Oh, unless you guys got another question, no, you go, man. I like, I like, I like your questions this morning. I can't take credit I dial- for these, I took them right from my journal book. That's okay, <clears throat> dialed in. If you died today, what would you regret not saying or doing?
1: Oh man. <laughs> oh. Ooh.
2: Oh. Mark right, you go, go
1: first. Final. Me? Well, if you got an answer, yeah, I <laughs> oh. My answer is pretty generic.
0: Um I believe that I would regret not telling the people in my life that I love, that I love them more and how much they mean to me.
1: So gentlemen, that's, thank you guys. Love you guys. You guys mean the world to me. Hey, that's that. that I have a question for you on that. Almost on that. That's a good. Um, I will say though, like I have been telling people, I love them a lot more than I ever did before. Like, yeah. Even, like, buddies and stuff, I'll use that. I think they think I'm crazy or something. And I'll, like – like, obviously, with you guys, we do that. But, like, guys that I've never said I love you to before, I'll text them. Love <laughs> you, man. And like, and okay. like, I do the same thing. And
0: and there's nothing, like – it's only uncomfortable if they make it uncomfortable, right?
1: There's nothing, like – I don't know. Who doesn't, like, having that said to them? No, I know. It's just – but did you ever? Did you? Ever, you never used to do that before, did you? Yeah. So,
0: Not a chance, but I don't know, man. I think when you
1: become like more aware of
0: your emotions and more comfortable, yeah. you're able to express them better. You know.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably say the same thing on that one. Is maybe, um, same sort of thing. You know, telling family, telling, telling people maybe communicate that a little bit more to them, but that being said, I think I've been better than I have been too, so. That's growth. Uh, That's growth, man, that's growth. And uh,
2: Jared? uh, Jared, same um, question. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, but I would uh, definitely regret. Not saying I love you more, but I feel like I do say it a lot, but I don't think it's ever enough. So, yeah. Other than that, I don't really, I try not to regret. I don't know. That's a hard question. Coming with goodies at six thirty in the morning. Uh, I guess I would. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to sit on that one for a bit. All right. Well, I'm asking you again next week. Okay. <laughs> and
0: I find one thing that I do. I just, it kind of just popped in my head. One thing I find I'm hardest on people that I love the most. Like I give them the hardest time, and I'm really trying to work on that because, like, there's absolutely no reason for it. Or I like, and I don't know why I do it, man. Like, it just, it rots me when I look back and I'm like, why were you, Why are you mean to someone that you love, right? And uh, I beat myself up a lot over that.
2: And I don't know why why I do that. If you're a psychologist, do... come on, hit me up with the. Yeah. yeah, I tend to do that a lot too, Mark. Like, especially to Bree, I'm like, she, <laughs> she deserves like the nicest person ever because I've put her through hell to begin with. And when I mean to her do something like that, I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? Yeah. Right. So it's, it's, it's kind of makes it, and then you beat yourself down about it. But I think that'll just come with time.
1: Absolutely. Do we need to get a psychologist on next week? I would love one.
0: <laughs> analyze my brain <laughs> so are you gonna go give brie a big smooch and tell her you love her after this episode oh i try to every
1: minute of every day okay good buddy oh <laughs> i don't i don't i don't know how you could try to get go wake her up
2: she's awake i went and got her a coffee this morning oh nice yeah, yeah. You know, she, me and my one buddy were talking about this last night, and uh, I don't know, she wants me to go get her a bag of chips at 11 o'clock, I'll go do it, I'll say yes, dear, because that put her through hell, so <laughs> doesn't, it's a uh, yes, dear. What type of chips? I think <laughs> last night was salt and vinegar. I miss Vicky's.
1: No, Lay's. Oh. Well, Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar. I'm not, salt I'm vinegar, so. not a cool. salt and vinegar person. Have you guys? You know what
2: is the best? Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar chips with cheese curd. Weird Whoa. combo, real good. Yeah, really strange combo.
0: I'll, I'll try it. I'll definitely give that a shot. If
1: you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give
2: it a shot, tell me. I so
1: have you have you seen? Some lady was in the store the other day and said that there's uh. They are getting chips. I told her I was a big chip guy. And she was like, shoot. Yeah, that's my pickup line, I guess. She was like, she was like, uh, have you tried the Miss Vicky's ketchup? I didn't know there's Miss Vicky's ketchup. She said they're real good. I was like, oh, I haven't seen those.
2: They are good. Yeah.
0: I like yeah. The spicy, Miss Vicky's spicy dill pickle. Is that? Oh, oh I can't handle been-
1: those. No, <laughs> Those are too much for me.
2: Yeah. I got a question for you guys. All right. Well, Dave, did you answer that question?
1: I don't even remember what the question was anymore.
2: Or did you just slip right out of there? Oh, yes. what, was the,
1: what was the question?
2: Did he? Yeah. What if you died today, what would you remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did? I must have been off in space. Um, I got a question. How are you guys handling uh, how, like the friends you don't have in your life anymore? Oh, that's, that's, a, that's or, a good question. And our or, or fr- friends hope. that don't reach out at all because I don't know.
1: I uh, I was just thinking about this the other day, actually, and uh, how my mindset's like way different towards this. And before I used to be, you know, when I, I let's go back to like when I was living in Barrie, I very much wanted to be like, you know, having a few drinks and, like, contacting people, like, what's everyone doing? And if, like, someone didn't want to do something, it's like, well, what's going on? Like, why not? Like, you know, if they're busy, it's like, uh, you know, you kind of get pissed off. Now, I'm like, I do not care. Like, I'm like, I, I, I have a, you know, I have some good buddies that live in different cities. You know, I have you guys I talk to. Um, as far as hanging out with, you know, some friends, I don't really – a whole lot of that to be quite honest with you here and like i'm actually like totally comfortable and fine with it for some reason with you know i'm just like now at the same time if someone called me i want to go golf and i would and i haven't reached out to some of my buddies but i don't know just my mindset on that whole i felt like before i was like needing other people maybe it was and that same with kind of like my relationship need other people to make me happy where now i feel like i'm much more in control of that and make myself happy, I guess I could is probably the bottom line to it, but so yeah,
0: I think I would like to just uh copy paste Dave's answer, man. That was awesome. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: that's so good, yeah, that was really well said. Yeah, I just like, I don't know, I'm I don't take it personally if I'm like not. I guess reach out to most of my friends live back East anyway. So like they're not going to invite me to go do shit. Um, but you know, I still got good friends that check in on me and they like randomly throw me a message and you don't got to talk to them every day to know that they're, you know, still not boys with them or whatever. Um, yeah. You guys talk to every day. You guys are great. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't really, same thing. Steve. Dave. I don't like having any boys here. So I'm not able to like doing shit with friends, but I'm fine with that, man. Like I'm pretty, I'm happy with my life right now. And I'm not sure how I'm going to make friends here. Uh, but again, I'm not really worried about it. It'll come naturally, I think. What about yourself?
2: Yeah. Um, Same thing. Like I'm happy with where I'm at. I don't want to go out and do anything. I'm just happy spending time with my family and going golfing the odd time or something. Um, but I do sometimes get down on myself <clears throat> and I'm like, cause I did have lots of friends and now I might have two. So like every friend just kind of dropped off the face of the earth and I've never really heard from them. Especially like with, my wedding coming up and stuff it's a little bit different than i imagined it but i think it i i enjoy it but sometimes i get like I'm just like i wonder what like was i just like a drinking friend or i get like questioning so i'm like it's weird like you best friends with them from high school and then they just randomly stop talking to you for completely because you're on a different path, I guess. So.
1: But is is that a little bit to like your benefit though, too, in a way, like where if they were constantly contacting you, like if they were, I don't know if they are big drinkers or anything like that, but like, if they were constantly, you know, calling you to go out and, you know, maybe they are you know, maybe giving you some space early on was actually like a blessing and, you know, now
2: well, that you're... The, I talked to them all like early on after I got out but not and then it just kind of dropped off I was like but I don't really care that much it's just sometimes I get in my own head and I'm like what the like that's weird was that did that friendship was that just like a drinking friendship I kind of like start thinking like that right um, yeah but I don't know I'm starting to make new friends and got you guys, which is a great gift in sobriety. And, yeah. I just sometimes question things in my own head. get in my own head too much. Yeah, yeah that's fair. I agree with you there, I think.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Uh, because there are friends that, man, that's the only thing you had in common.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: It was tough it's tough to swallow but like when you look outside of that activity then you're like
2: what were you really doing yeah right yeah
1: well it's the same too he's like I like I had a lot of like um like parents let's say I coached or like they came to the rink and and uh you know would act like they're buddy, buddy, come bring me a coffee or whatever when I was managing the rink. And then, like, as soon as I don't really have any, you know, pull for them or anything, like, I don't, they don't, I don't hear from them anymore, you know what I mean? It's just, like, it was obvious that I was, like, just kind of around. And maybe that's not quite fair because, like, I'm also in a different city now, but, like, <laughs> you know, they're not going to call it time. Anyway, I'm going to cut this part out. Believe <laughs> Leave it.
2: <laughs> you
0: want to wrap up this episode Yeah, yeah please all right if you or someone you know is struggling with addiction please reach out and ask for help please like subscribe share and follow us on social media thanks for listening guys throw some questions
2: in the comments